You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 140. All right, you guys, in today's episode, I'm super excited to talk to you about how to get event planning clients. Now, everybody starts somewhere, and I think it's really important to note that no one is born with the skills or a client Rolodex, for that matter, of customers and clients that they can just serve and start doing events for. And so one of the first questions you may ask if you're just starting out or if your event planning business has gotten a little stale is where do I find event clients? And so I want to talk to you about a few different ways. There's traditional ways, starting with like who you know, friends and family, getting clients through social media, which is the best free marketing ever, and then how to get clients based on review sites and how to utilize review sites. So let's start with the very first place you should find clients for anything. Like if you've ever met somebody who sold Tupperware or skincare or any of those multi-level marketing companies, the first thing they do is they always go to their friends and family. Now, I don't want you to associate being one of those chronic MLM, you know, junkie people that's like, hi, hi, come to my party, come to my party, buy this, buy this. But if you start with your friends and family, it's not that hard to simply ask people that you know, um, texting people that you know, and just saying, hey, I'm starting to do an event planning business and I'm looking for some clients who'd like to help me build up my portfolio and my resume. And just ask, like, who do you know? Maybe it's not your immediate family, but asking, who do you know? Everybody has a job. Everybody has a boss. Everybody knows someone who has a birthday or a celebration, right? So texting is a really great way to start the ball and get it rolling. Um, another way is to do the same thing via email. Email your inbox and send a personal message just letting them know, hey, I am doing event planning and I have a few openings for new clients. If you know someone who is interested in hiring an event planner that is going to be reasonable and fair and do an amazing job, please think of me. Here's my contact info, right? You could even create your business card as a digital file and upload that and attach it to the email. That'd be a really smart way to do that. Another thing you can do is post on your personal social media page and ask people if they're looking for an event planner. And again, throw that out there. I'm an event planner. If anyone's looking, let me know. I'm going to add to this as well that joining some Facebook groups that are specific to event planners is a really great way to you know, find resources and help and see what other people in the industry are doing and charging and kind of compare what you're doing that way. But also joining professional event planning forums or even like neighborhood pages or city community professional pages would be a really great place to start as well. Another thing you can do is give extra business cards to your friends, maybe the place where you get your lashes done, your nails done, your hair salon. Ask them, say, hey, do you mind if I leave some business cards here? And what's the worst they're going to say? No. You know, so you're like, okay, that's not a big deal. Um, the answer was no before you asked. So asking if you can leave some business cards does not hurt at all. Another thing you can do is invite a group of friends out to coffee or tea and ask them like, Hey, I'm, you know, doing event planning. Does anybody need help with an event? Or like, do you have any feedback on what I should do? I think some of the time, like we go into business and we don't want to bother people, but getting feedback from our friends and family is vital in becoming better and really honing your event planning skills so that you can become the best that you can be and be open and encouraging of that feedback. When I first started doing my women's only dance parties four years ago. I remember my first event was such a disappointment to me. I was so upset with, you know, I didn't hit my goals of who I wanted to attend. Um, it cost me almost $3,000 out of pocket. Like it just was a big, a big mess. And I started 
by first asking my friends who came to the event, okay, what went well? Like what could have been better? Because I was kind of in the reverse. Like I knew I did bad, but I kind of needed somebody to, to reel me back in and say, you know what? It wasn't, it wasn't all bad. And we actually liked these parts and you should do it again. And because of that feedback and because of those pointers and those tips of people who came just to attend the party, I ended up having a lot of really big changes that came from it that made the events better and bigger than ever. So be open to feedback and don't take it too personally. Another thing you can do is offer your friends and family to come to a free event. Or if you want to put together like an open house of a lot of different event planners or even event professionals, like let's say you're putting together an open house and you're going to have people that serve wedding cake and a DJ and people that do lighting and, and florists and, you know, other, th- other, uh, services that go along with event planning. That's a really great way. And even if you don't want to put that together, you can usually find people who are doing, a little market or a networking event of professionals, and you can either pay or get on the list to become one of the booths at one of those events. And that's a really great way to find clients as well. You can also ask your friends to follow you on your website and on your social media accounts. I know Facebook, if you create a Facebook page for your business, you should be collecting reviews and asking your friends and family to give you some, you know, uh, credentials basically. So that people know, to like you and, and to say, well, I guess she did do a good job because she's got some reviews here. Now don't, don't lie. Like if someone has never been to an event of yours, have them just leave a review about your character. Don't have someone lying and say like, oh my gosh, it was the most amazing event. And I'm so grateful. And Chelsea's so great at weddings. Like, obviously I, I don't do weddings. So if somebody left me a review like that, it would be false. It would be a lie. Right. So just make sure that you are being honest in your reviews and getting people to leave character reviews if you don't have events under your belt quite yet. So let's talk a little bit more about utilizing social media. So I feel like social media is something that I have a love-hate relationship with. It's, you know, they're constantly changing the algorithm, constantly changing the rules. And it is frustrating sometimes to feel like you're doing everything you can, but it's still not enough. And maybe you're not getting enough likes or you're not getting enough shares or enough follows. But I will say this, the one thing about social media is the consistency. And I promise that if you just consistently bang your drum, share your message of, you know, beautiful events and happiness and and creating stress-free event planning services as an event planner, that people are going to fall in love with you. And eventually they will catch on and you'll become the event planner known in your area. It doesn't mean you're going to go viral. It doesn't mean you're going to have 10,000 followers or a hundred thousand followers, but it just means that when people go to look you up online, that there is a presence there and that they can see some of the work you've done and that they're able to not only say, oh, okay, I like what she does, but like have a vibe with you and kind of get to know you as a business owner, as an event planner, and as a person. So the first thing you want to do is post the most beautiful images that you have of the events that you do. Post them on Instagram, post them on Facebook, post them anywhere on your website, anywhere that you can, where people can look you up and follow you. Another thing is to connect with and follow other event planners. That's such a good tip is to be in the know and to kind of friend other people who are doing the same thing. You would be surprised by creating that network, how many people will send you business that they can't do, or somebody says, I don't, you know, I don't want to pay this price. You know, somebody can do it for less. Newer event planners, like finding somebody that does what you do is not a bad thing. It's not uh, becoming, uh, you know, frenemies or, or trying to like steal business. You, you do have to walk a fine line of being respectful, but it is amazing how much business goes back and forth between me and my event planning friends, because if somebody can't take it, or if somebody, you know, specializes in balloon arches, for example, I always will send them to my friend because she's so talented at that. And again, I, 
it's not really my forte or my strong suit. So, um, again, joining all the different groups, trying to find, you know, the type of clients that you want by searching for that genre is another thing you can do. You can follow corporate clients, you can follow vendors, you can follow florists, DJs, all of those different things, depending on what kind of events you're doing. Another thing is again, join all those local Facebook community groups. So neighborhood groups and, um, any professional groups in your area. And you will be surprised how quickly people can find you and they'll reach out to you as an expert. The key though, is to leave some tidbits and to be active in those groups. If you just are a fly on the wall, kind of a member, no one is going to find you. But if you're in there popping in, answering questions, um, if you're posting appropriately, sharing what you can do or sharing tutorials, those people do get a lot of traction and it's a great way to utilize social media. Again, a free platform. Another thing you can do is partner with local restaurants or venues and host a little event yourself. That's basically how my dance parties got started. I would partner with different organizations and say, Hey, I can bring a hundred ladies to your venue. Let's do something together. And they're like, yes, ladies are our target demographic. That would be fantastic. Let's do it. And so it kind of took off from there. And that's, that's what we did. So that's another great way. Make sure that you have a contract written up that explains what their expectation is of you and what your delivery is and your expectation is of them so that you're both making sure that no one is stepping on toes and there aren't any surprises and everyone's happy at the end of the event. The other thing is you can ask your past clients or family friend to do a short YouTube video review. I feel like the YouTube or video reviews are so much more powerful and so much more effective than just a written review because there's a name and a face and it, it's a real person, not just some random, you know, little written review that you can't necessarily see who it is or know if it's, if it's legit, except most of them are legit, but it just feels more legit for a YouTube video or a Facebook style video to watch it and to feel more emotion and feel more connected and more compelled to do something. So if you're talking about reviews specifically, there's actually a handful of review sites that come to mind. Now there's obviously way more than this, but I think of like Google reviews, Yelp, Yahoo listings, Facebook reviews, and Thumbtack of just name a few. And it's a really great idea to make sure you have accounts set up on all of these sites because you want to be the person who, when somebody meets you, the first thing we do, like, especially as a culture right now, we're so conditioned to read reviews. Every time I buy something at Amazon, you guys, I will look at the item and then I'll go to the review section and I'll say, how many positive reviews does this have? And then I'll read the positive reviews. Then I'm like, okay, I want to read all the, the one-star reviews and see what this says because any one-star reviews, I'm going to you know really evaluate if this is something I want to purchase. And the same goes for event planning services or other professional services as we read reviews. Like that is kind of how it is. And so if you are spending time putting out content and sharing your best work and you are talking about all these cool events that you're doing, but you have no reviews to back you up, I mean, how do they know that you didn't just steal those pictures from the internet? How do they know that those are your work and that you actually did that? So it's important to make sure that you are using your own images, that you are generating your own content, that you're not using even free pictures from the internet. I know that there's a lot of websites like unsplash.com and pixel that you can get unlicensed images. So they're totally free to use, but they're not your work. And that's one of the biggest mistakes you'll make as an event planner is you need to be able to show and prove what you can do as an event planner. And so utilize that utilize the work that you're doing and then ask those people who you create that event for to leave you a video review or review on your social media. Okay. So I think just to wrap up here, um, again, like if you are brand new and starting to 
just kind of make a splash and a name for yourself in the industry. You want to make sure that you are honing in on your niche and getting really, you know, clear on what kind of events you want to do. Sometimes it does take learning a few different types to, and doing a few different types to say, okay, I definitely love this one. Definitely never want to do that again. That's kind of like me and weddings. Like I did my wedding. It was so much work. It was so stressful. I loved it. Like I love the end result, but I'm like, I never want to do that again. And I just didn't, I didn't want to deal with like mothers of the bride or like just bridezillas. I'm, I'm good. Right. I'm good. So anytime anybody asks me like, Hey, I'm, I'm getting married. Like, would you kind of talk to me and tell me some pricing. I'm like, oh, you know what? I actually don't do weddings, but here is my friend that is amazing at weddings. And I will pass them right along because it's just something I don't find joy in. I don't enjoy it. And that's okay. That's totally okay. Um, I think as you're going through and thinking of this, again, utilize your friends and family, utilize social media, make sure that you are finding local ways to advertise for yourself, whether that's in magazines, at businesses that you frequent and leaving your business cards around. Make sure that once you do events that you're asking for those reviews, if you haven't done any yet, ask for people to review your character and your work ethic and to validate you as a person and a professional that somebody could say, okay, that, you know, that, that gives me comfort. I I'll, I'll hire them. You know, I'll look into hiring them. Another thing is going to different meetups, networking events. I know that, um, there's digital ones as well as in-person ones that you can attend. So finding those events to put your name out and kind of meet other friends who are doing the same thing is very, very advantageous. And again, if worse comes to worse, like you can't find an event where you can set up a booth, create, create your own and go around to your town and say, Hey, we're doing this big networking event. We'd love to have you. And you can charge, you know, 10, 50, a hundred dollars a table, depending on where you are and have people come and pay and split that venue fee to be a part of an event that you put on. And then boom, you're not only creating a networking event where you know everybody and have all these connections, but you are creating an event, right? So I hope that as you are listening to these tips, if you think of something that I missed, something that you've done that's been very successful for you in finding clients, I'd love for you to tell me in the comments below. As always, if you would leave a review for me on this podcast. I love, love hearing what you think and how we can improve. It's honestly the best way for me to hear A, what you want to hear about and B, for me to make sure that I'm giving you content that's valuable. So I will, I guess, see you in the next episode. Thanks you guys. Bye-bye.